This podcast is intended for adult audiences only and contains explicit language in spicy situations. And we do not replace any advice of professionals and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not reflect our own. Welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. And I'm your host, Kylie, a.k.a. Sexy Swinger Chick. And I'm Brad, a.k.a. Brad the Space Cadet. Journey with us as we navigate an ethical non-monogamy, sex positivity, sex work, and relationship advice as millennial swingers. Explore with us as we share some of our upside-down pineapple ventures with you. All All aboard aboard the the Pineapple Pineapple Express. Express. Okay, so you're wondering how to get to a Swinger Society event to party with some of the hottest names in TikTok, OnlyFans, and social media? Well, head on over to theswingersociety.net and create a free profile, purchase exclusive memberships, and also see what other hot couples are going to the events. The Swinger Society is an inclusive event group, and they offer premium lifestyle events that you won't find anywhere else. We have a Discord with over 22,000 members, and we have a Facebook group as well. Head on over to swingersociety.net and join the fastest growing inclusive lifestyle community. all the time. How do I get into the non-monogamous lifestyle? And I've got the solution for you. It's the three fun app. It's the best dating app for couples and singles looking to explore open relationships. It's totally millennial friendly, aka it's in the 21st century, you guys. This is finally a dating app for us non-monogamous folks who are looking for a unicorn. Maybe you're looking for a bull. Maybe you're looking for a couple. This is my favorite app, and I use it all the time. If you want to find a link to it, just go to www.sexyswingercheck.net, and you'll find my link. Hope to see you guys there. Hey, Upside Down Pineapple people. Join the millions of couples enjoying amazing sex with Promescent. I personally love their variety of products they offer, and their aloe-based lube is the only lube I've ever used that doesn't throw off my pH. Brad loves their delay spray, which is clinically proven to help men last longer in bed. Their products have a 60-day money-back guarantee and free shipping on orders in the U.S. over $10. Their shipping is discreet and private, which is perfect for us in the swinger lifestyle. Make sure that you go to www.promescent.com backslash Kylie for all your discreet sexual health needs. My link is in the show notes. Promescent helps you live your best upside down pineapple life. If you're like us, you want a naughty lifestyle without risk. You want to have sex with other couples, some of whom you barely know, and walk away scotch-free, no STDs or other complications. You want to have your cake and eat it too. We want that for you too. 
Shameless Care offers lifestyle-specific at-home STD testing and prescription ED medications, and we should be your lifestyle medical provider. Use coupon code CHIC, that's C-H-I-C, at checkout. Some fun music for you. So me and Brad are going to talk all about our wedding weekend, which was spectacular, phenomenal, the best of the best. Like we had such a great time and I thought it would be perfect just to add some wedding music for you guys. Um, so the first part, we're going to go into talking about how we got onto the plane and, ex you know, this podcast starts of when we land in Florida. Okay. So, um, getting there was amazing and super easy. We were like running through the airport, but this is going to talk all about us landing in Florida, how we get married, how easy the process is. And we really hope that you guys enjoy this amazing episode. Thanks for listening. And as soon as we get off that plane, what did we have to go do, babe? Um, well, we were going to go to the courthouse to take care of the marriage license, but we had time to kill, so we went and checked in at Secrets and said hi to the people that were there. So it was like uh, Dan and Lacey, uh, the Life of Spices were there already, and then Daphne and Daddy Mike were there. Um, and then, yeah, so we saw some familiar faces. We checked in. Mind you, I just want to say this. The check-in process, so easy. Like, yeah, now with, you know, doing <clears throat> all of your paperwork online. Well, I didn't do the paperwork online. Oh, no, you didn't? No, I missed the cutoff because I think it was like Wednesday it had to be done and I just forgot about it. So we did all the paperwork there and we were checked in in like, what, 15 minutes? If had, that. Yeah, had keys to our room and everything. It was fabulous. Um, So... We went to Secrets, and then we got an Uber to the courthouse, which was, like, how far from, from Secrets? Ten minutes. Yeah, if that. Like, it was downtown Kissimmee. Wait, am I saying this right? Kissimmee. Kissing me. Kissing me. Kissing me. So, yeah, we uh, got there and went to the courthouse. That went smooth as fuck. Like, Except for they took my lighter and they took your studded belt. They did take my studded belt. I was <laughs> kind of mad about this. Like, I've got chains on my pants. I wasn't thinking about it, right? Uh, studded belt and all that. And they were like, yeah, we have to take that. And I was like, well, I don't have a car to go put it in. And I only have my purse on my back. So I guess you guys can have it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that was fun. But get to the process and maybe 20 minutes and 
we were almost officially married. Almost officially <laughs> married. Um, so we get back, and it, it, at that point, it was like, what, four-ish? Yeah. So we get back, and um, we always plan these Thursday dinners. Um, Brad and I usually host these whenever we go to Secrets. And um, we we host this. For for now, it's like through NCSF because I'm their swinger liaison. But like before, it was just like a meet and greet. And it still is just a meet and greet. And um, next time we do it, we're definitely going to make sure that we get like a hall or something because there are so many people there. Yeah. Or we reserve the restaurant for like two hours. Reserve like the whole entire restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that we have... All the servers and the kitchen is strictly on us just because every year it's grown. Like the first time we went, it was just the swing talk people, the original OGs. And then we had the idea of doing a dinner the next year and 64, 65 people. And this year was definitely over 80 yeah oh yeah for sure there i mean the whole entire back room was filled just every it was it was filled to like the whole restaurant was filled it was it was awesome and then um i just spoke about you know how the weekend was gonna go when it came to consent and like gave my little speechy speech uh joe and maria also co-hosted it with us uh if you don't know joe boston swinger king boston swinger queen they uh, helped host it with us and it it went well. We just talked about how, you know, in terms of consent, no means no, like be cool, you know, because um, even though we're all there to party and have a good time, like just make sure that we're respecting everyone's boundaries. And, um, you know, I think that was well received. So this was the first secrets event where we had the consent committee, which uh, we are going to talk about that a little bit more um as we continue on the podcast but yeah i think overall it went really good um it was fun and the food was good so we were at los cabos which is right over there by secrets i absolutely love their food it's always so good i eat until i'm completely stuffed i'm a glutton and yeah we went we went back over after Dinner was all done, and I needed a nap before we did anything. <laughs> right? Yeah, we we just relaxed for a little bit. Um, so Friday, Joe and Maria stayed in, or I'm sorry, Thursday, Joe and Maria stayed in our room with us. We hung out with them for a while because we haven't seen them in a couple of months, and um, it was it was fun. It was good. Um, so Thursday at the club was pineapple night, but it was actually like newbie night. So we went and checked out the club for a couple of minutes, but we didn't really stay super long. There wasn't a lot of people there, um, but we said hi, you know, um, showed our faces. And then when we were walking back to our room, we saw Lady Hayes, her husband, um, and then we saw that hot couple. So Ashley and Russ, and um, we hung out with them for a while. Do you remember what we did? You want to tell them what we did and how we hung out? Or does Brad um, not remember? No. Don't you don't remember? Know. Oh, my God. His memory is terrible. It, it, by the way, this is like two weeks later. Yeah. Um, so we took some pictures. We 
got you know got caught up and we were chatting and um because we you know we're kind of that's like right yeah going because... room to room and seeing everybody and saying hi and everyone was like trying to pass out shots and stuff like that and yeah i got fed way too many shots that with night. me not drinking <laughs> you know it was definitely i'm like oh thank you but no thank you you know so we went and hung out with them and then we were like well let's just go hang out by the pool you know because again not everybody was there yet and um you know we just wanted to kind of have a low-key chill night so we hung out by the pool i was being my goofy self and dancing around and you know, we rode the unicorn and I fell in and got my hair wet and yeah, I um, hopped on it too. <laughs> but Nobody we, got a picture or video of that. We did. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We, we had a really good time just hanging out with our friends, being our goofy self, like being able to just let go and enjoy the night without any expectations of anything happening. Like we were just excited no. to be there and excited to be with our friends. We didn't make any plans to make any content because we quit doing that, right? Like, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. So um, we were just, you know, just elated to be there and just happy to be there. So um, when we knew that we had to be up early because we had the wedding rehearsal at 1030 in the morning yeah. um, by the pool. So we knew that we had to be up early and all of our friends knew that they had to be up early. So we just, you know went to bed early what what time did we go to bed like 12 mm, one well we got back to the room twelve thirty. you fell asleep one mm. i scrolled until two but i just wait. couldn't fall asleep don't forget about <clears throat> sneaky sex yes we did have sneaky sex we had sneaky sex so joe and maria were in our room and we had to have sneaky sex because we didn't want to wake them up and also how awkward would it have been for one of them to wake up and be like what are you guys doing? You know? That'd be Joe. Come on, bro. I'm trying to sleep here. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking sleep. I gotta go to the gym in the morning. So, um... <laughs> I gotta get my donuts and I gotta go to the gym. <laughs> so we had sneaky sex and it was fun. Like, that's always fun to have sneaky sex. I liked it. Yeah. It was... It was sexy. So, um, I get up the next morning at, like... I So I heard Joe and Maria get up. I knew that they were gonna go to the gym. And I felt bad because they went to the gym and they just left me there. So I'm like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to go do some yoga and be a productive member to my body. And Brad was still sleeping. And then I ordered him Taco Bell breakfast. And he was very happy with me when he woke up. Yeah. Yeah. I was because everybody was like, oh, congratulations. I got fed a lot of shots, which I said, I'm not going to go overboard the first night. But when you go to Secrets... It happens. So I woke up slightly hungover. He was slightly hungover. I was really, it was just, I was tired because I went to bed at two and I woke up at 830. So it's like six and a half hours of sleep and I can do that, but I'm not going to feel good. It's a lot easier when you're sober though. I feel like when you're sober, it's so much easier. <laughs> so um, we did the wedding rehearsal, which went amazing our music was perfect everything just went perfect and um i had planned on going to an aa meeting uh while we were down there because i just said to brad i was like listen you know this is something that i need to do for myself this is 
a tough environment for me to be in with everybody, you know, being around the alcohol, which I knew I would be fine. But like it was just for me. I needed some time to just regroup. You know, I mean, not only am I around all these people who are drinking, but also like, I don't know, it it was just good for me to have that time to myself. And um, all my friends were really supportive of that. So um, I went to a meeting. It was really great. And what did you do, Brad? Tell us about your experience while I was at the meeting. Because I was gone for like two hours. You were gone for like four hours. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It just, he, well, and then I had to go pick up the wedding cake. Wedding um, cake and then snacks and drinks. And oh, and stuff. I had to go get Brad snacks and drinks. Um, so. Um, so I hung out at the cabana with Joe, Maria, a bunch of our friends, um, drank swam but i kept getting social anxiety i don't know if it's because i haven't been around people in a while since naughty um but i used life of spice as my home base so whenever i would start to feel anxious i just go back and i touch her (laughs) on like the arm and then i'm like okay i'm good now and she's like Okay, whenever you need me, I'm here. (laughs) Well, because they were doing... So this was the first event that they did their merch booth. So usually they're like hanging out with everybody and chilling and by the pool. And they were doing their merch booth. So um, it was definitely... Oh, and there was a lot of vendors there. Um, Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about the vendors. Yeah, so we had um, the Life of Spices and then the... Swing Nation, um, Upside Down Pineapple Creations, yes, and the last one I'm blanking on. Uh, so Southern Swap is, and what is the Southern Sass? Southern Sass, and then Two Girls One Pineapple. Okay, and then I think on Saturday there were more vendors. But I can't honestly tell you who. Uh, I think one of them, you know, like that. So if you go to Secrets, they have like a sex shop. And I can't remember the name of the sex shop. In the lobby? In the lobby. But like they were also outside bending. Okay. Um, but it was really cool. It was really nice. Everybody had a different array of lifestyle related uh, objects, you know, cups, shirts, two rolls, one pineapple. They do like um, their bath bombs and all that so i mean it was in life of spice had lube and um bags and like bathing suits so it was it was really really cool clacker so, fans wherever that thing is oh I yeah where is it. that fan i think it's, it's in your bag yeah i think it's in my suitcase but yeah so it was really cool there was a lot of vendors and so we get back and at that point i get back and it's like three or four in the afternoon so i was just ready to like relax because brad and i are smart now we know how to do lifestyle events, don't we, babe? Yeah, you need to, if you're going to be at the pool, you're going to be in the sun, you're going to be hot, me, I'm going to be drinking, I need to go back and recharge the batteries from like 6 to 8, 8.30, I need to be rested. A little nap, a bunch of water, um, yeah, I need to recover because we're going to go to the club and then after the club we're going to go do the pool or the playroom or somebody's room it just it always happens and it goes until 
who knows, three or four in the morning. So you need your rest. Yeah, 100%. He's totally right about that. You need your rest when you're at Life Sullivan. So what what did we have to do? The next thing to do on Friday was just get ready. So we were getting ready for the bachelor bachelorette party. And it was, oh, no, 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 no. No, we had something to do on Friday. Don't you remember? The room crawl at 630. Oh, yeah. We actually got to go enjoy the room crawl because we're always in it. Like, yeah. people come by our rooms. So this time, we got to go to all of our friends' rooms and pick up goodies. I'm still rocking the hump day quickie sunglasses Love every sunglasses. day. <laughs> um, every day I wear those things. And, yeah, that was fun. So it was... Me, you, Joe, and Maria, we just walked around to everybody's room. Yeah, it was so cool. Like, I've been a Swinger Society host for since the beginning almost. And, you know, it was just really cool. It was a change of pace. You know, I'm at the point in my journey with Swinger Society. I will always be a part of them. I will always love them and always support the Discord and support Swinger Society in general. Like, But I want other people to, like, also feel the feelings that I felt over the years of just like let this let the sun shine on them and me take a step back and like let them enjoy the limelight because for me I I don't need that you know I just want other people to feel those feelings so Brad and I were like we're gonna stick, take a step back this event and we're just gonna let other people enjoy being hosts and enjoy doing the room crawl because we also want to enjoy our friends and enjoy going around. So it was really cool. It was a really cool change of pace. And I'm so blessed and grateful that we went around and we said hi to everybody. We went to everyone's room um, and they opened it up to everybody. Like if you wanted to be a part of the room crawl, you could be a part of it. No matter, you know, if, if you were there or if you were a host or influencer or whatever, you know, so I thought that was really cool that they opened up because we were also able to meet people that we've never met before. Yeah, yeah. That so was cool. I like that, and I think that they're they're doing so many good things. I just I love Swinger Society, but so we ended up we were at in Cass and uh, Britt's room, yeah, which we love Cass and Britt. Um, and we were in their room and we had a good time. It was so much fun. And then we ended up going back to the room and getting ready for no one more. What? Who else? After that was the, wasn't it the discord staff meeting no that was saturday okay jumping ahead (laughs) jumping ahead (laughs) about the same time so yeah (laughs) we'll get to that (laughs) so we went and we got ready i was nervous why was i nervous brad oh because she was gonna get the dance of a lifetime from her number one crush valentino valentino okay so can i tell the listeners just a little bit of background about that yeah, give him the scoop. So, Valentino, if you guys don't know him, if you're not following him, uh, he's on, uh, he's Valentino the stripper on Instagram, which I'm going to link his Instagram on here. But I originally met him, this was early days of Swing Talk, right? And he was the only, like, bull on Swing Talk. Um, 
and the representation there was so great. So I had started, you know, chatting with him or I would go into his lives and be very supportive of him because I loved what he was doing because um, the representation was there and it was really good. So we went to Vibe in 2022 and me and Life of Spice, when we met him, geeked out, right? And we were just like, oh my God, it's Valentino from TikTok. He's so sexy. Like me and her just have the biggest crush on him. And then we saw him again in Nashville when we did the, um, what event was that? The Red Room event yes. in January. Yes, Red Room. Um, and he's done content with like a lot of my friends and we just, we all love him. And so when Brad proposed to me in April of 2022, literally that night I said, I don't give a fuck what we do for our wedding, but if Valentino is not at my bachelorette party, like that's all I want for my wedding, for our, my bachelorette party. So they all knew that and they concocted this like plan to have him come out there and do this like strip tease for me. Um, and it was just really sweet the way that everybody did everything. Um, they got him there and I think that, so he's, he's married and his wife is a phenomenal human. She's one of the she's sweetest, awesome. funniest, <laughs> smartest people. Like she's just so amazing. And, um, so it was really nice to have them there, but so we go to the club and we take our pictures and we're like chatting with him and I'm just like, I'm shaking cause I'm just nervous. Like he is that one person that just makes me nervous because he's just, he's so cool. He's so great. He's so sweet. And he's just an all around good person. And you know, like you're almost like starstruck, you know, <laughs> it's funny. Like I'll, I've, was having conversations with him throughout the weekend and you were purposely avoiding us. You'd like look over and then you'd see your face go down and try not to pay attention. Like he's like, so where's the wife at? And I was like, she's literally like 10 feet she's away from it. She's you. hiding. She's at the life of spice booth. So we walk around and I'm like, babe, I brought you somebody. And she's like, Oh my God. Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> Freaking out. I yeah, but like there's there's some people that you will meet in your life who just being in their presence is like intimidating for you and which it shouldn't be because he is the most down to earth person. And honestly, I think what it is, is I think that me and him are both really shy people. So and like his wife is definitely more extroverted than him. So she's really good at breaking ice. But it was just it was really cute. And I think I think Brad got a kick out of out of seeing me just like so <laughs> it was funny yeah it was really cute um so we ended up like going into the club we did our little pictures and everything and watch dj life of spice play dj life well he didn't play until after the strip show so yeah. here's what i'm gonna say about the strip tease show hands down best strip show i've ever seen he puts so much effort into what he does and you can really tell it's very choreographed. It's very, um, it's, it's just very put together. And, um, if you're in the Nashville area and you're having a bachelorette show or like, if you know anybody, definitely go see Valentino and his group of guys, because 
honestly, they just he just puts it all together, and it's so inspiring for me as a fellow stripper to like see just how amazing it is. And this is what sets the male strippers apart from the female strippers for sure. Because like my bachelor shows are not. I even said that afterwards, but he was like throwing me in the air. And well. So everybody had two of their favorite moments and their first favorite moment was when Brad was throwing ones all over him. It was like, yeah, buddy, like, get it, get it, you know, and everybody just thought that was so cool. They're like, I can't believe that we're in this environment where this man is literally grinding on your future wife and you're just so happy to see her happy. And then he grabbed Life of Spice because she was my maid of honor. And he got like put her on my back and he had both of us and was like grinding on both of us and like flipped us both around. And I'm like, the amount of strength that that must take. Domi's got to teach me that move. <laughs> I mean, we're not big girls or anything like that, but it's like, that's a lot. Yeah. I can't imagine like just the amount of pure strength and i said something to joe and joe's like yeah the dude's in the gym every fucking day what do you expect like that's what that's what he does you know and i'm like you're right but like that's awesome like kudos to Mm -hmm. him so then we saw dj life of spice play and that was awesome (laughs) yeah we were immediately after it was over we went outside we took pictures and then people are like everybody's trying to talk which I get it. Everybody wants to talk. Uh, and I'm like, my number one priority was to go see him play. I'm like, I, I got to go watch Life of Spices set. Um, I'll be back in like an hour or so. And I stayed in there. And shit, he went, uh, I think it was 1230. And then they switched out DJs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 1230. And then I think... He was really tired because so we were talking to Valentino. Oh, and like during his set, I was like off and about with Katie um, and me and her like we went to go get some energy drinks. And then um, me and her were just off and about gal palling. And, you know, I had something on my mind, which obviously I'm not going to talk about on the podcast, but like something that I was going through. Um, personally and I needed some like sisterly advice from her and she gave me really good advice and she's just I love her like she's amazing but Katie she's the one who did my hair and makeup for the wedding by the way but um and she always does Lacey's hair and makeup and um her and her husband uh, I I don't want to say his name but I'll just say R yeah I'm sure if you listen to the Swing Nation podcast they've came up uh we've we've talked about her in the past because we met her in Nashville we've met her at other events and her husband they were were they at Naughty? I don't think so. Mm. No. No. But we no. met them in March and just all all around we just, well, we met them actually two, like a year or two ago. But yeah, all around just like amazing people. But yeah, I was gal palling with her while Brad was broing out with DJ Life of Spice. And um, so it's toward the end of the night and like I'm trying to kind of like set up plans for an orgy. But like it, I wanted to fuck Valentino and I said, I, and I still say this, I'm not going to do that without life of spice. Yep. Unless it's me and her, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So I wanted her to come and hang out and maybe join the orgy. 
And um, she was like really tired. And, you know, DJ Life of Spice just got done with this amazing set. He was also tired. Um, so she was like, yeah, we're, we're going to go back and go to bed because we have to be up early, which in hindsight, yeah, everybody did have to be up early for the wedding. You know, Yeah, we set a time we to did. go to bed. At, it was 2 a.m. I think we made it into the room at like 2.30. So. No. No, remember, because we got into the room at 2 a.m. And I looked at you and I said, if this weekend continues to go this perfect, I, I don't know what's because remember we said that and we weren't looking at oh, the time. Yeah. And I saw that the it literally said exactly 2 a.m. But we didn't end up going to sleep until like 3. Yeah. Um, But I, you know, usually Dan is the one who's like getting everyone together. And he's like, come on, everybody get into like the orgy. Like, let's do this. The orgies at this time. So he wasn't doing anything. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking be the orgy master tonight. I'm doing this. So I go around everybody. I'm like, orgy, orgy, orgy. You know, all the people that I felt comfortable with, right? Or And I knew all felt comfortable with each other. Yeah. So this was the second time that we went into the playroom. Um, can you give us a little, explain to us a little bit about the playroom, what it looks like, um, and then kind of what happened with the locker situation. Tell us all about that. We, I want to know. So... Playroom is in the same building as the front office. Um, they're separated, but um, you could, I think you just get in through the back by the pool. Uh, there's a counter. Um, you have to check in with them. It's either wear a robe or wear a towel. That is it. Um, no cell phones, no smartwatches. Um, you could have like a small bag where you have like condoms, lube, stuff like that in it. Um, and yeah, you go in left or right and there's just big open rooms with multiple beds like stacked on each other. And then there's some like single beds broken up around the room, but it's always a big open room and you just got to find um, a bed that you could fit everybody on and you can go to town and yeah, always look for a bed where the sheet is flat. Um, if it's flipped up on the edge or anything, that's a dirty bed and staff needs to come in there and change the sheets out. Yeah. So we ended up going in there with a group of people and there was a couple um, that we, I met them on TikTok and I had been talking with them for a while and we had met them the night before. And I really just, I like, they had both had weight loss surgery and just, we had a lot of connecting things, um, with them. And Joe was really good friends with them cause they're from the same area. So J and S, uh, and we were just really wanted to hook up with them. So, um, we ended up going in the playroom with them and we were going to swap with them. Uh, and it was, it was good. It was good. Like all of our friends were there having a good time. Everybody consented. Um, I had an audience. Brad had an audience. Yes. Um, Brad was awesome and amazing. So yeah, all of our friends were there and it was really fun. And um, we ended up just, Hanging out, having a good time. Uh, 
swinging. Brad had an audience, of course. He was giving S a really good, uh, good show. But I will say this. So we fucked up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell them how we fucked up? And like, if you're listening, this is something to learn from. Yeah, we we usually think we cover all the bases. Like we asked um, full swap, and they're like, "Yeah, remember we talked about this last night?" And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So before yeah. swapping with them, we were like testing protection. What are your guys's boundaries? And they basically said, you know, don't leave any marks. Like, you know, and we were like, yeah, we're not really into that crazy kinky shit, anyways. But what we failed to mention to them was that I am a cuck queen. Um, and that was our, we should have mentioned that. Yeah. Because it, it ended up coming into play. So um, Brad ended up cucking me because I just thought that it was so hot. Like he was, he was giving her the time of her life. Like she, her legs were in the air. Like she was just loving her some brad i mean the whole room stopped and was like he had like 50 people watching him (laughs) and at that moment i'm like oh my god it's the night before my wedding brad is gonna cuck me and her husband thought that that meant that he was being cucked which what it meant was i was being cucked but like we were not we fucked up because we did not disclose to them which usually before we cuck we disclose that to the couple and we make sure to tell them like hey this is our dynamic if you're not okay with it because brad brad says some pretty degrading stuff to me which i like and i want and i enjoy but for some couples who don't maybe know us that well or like understand that dynamic that we have it can be intimidating because like it's the it's kind of like the first time you see two bisexual men together, there's nothing wrong with it. And you're not offended by it. You're not afraid of it. But like at first it's like, this is different and this is not what people expect. So it can be a little bit intimidating at first until you know what's going on and actually understand it, you know? So, um, we felt bad for not having that conversation. Yeah, not, we didn't have that conversation. We didn't disclose it. Um, you know, we we stopped, and then me and Kylie started playing together, and we looked over, and they were leaving. And we're like, well, fuck, what happened? And we're like, we weren't processing it at the time. We're like, I don't know. So me and Kylie just started playing. Me and her had fun. Um, and then, you know. Because I was like, turn the fuck on. Like, Talk about being turned on. First of all, I'm watching my man fuck this girl, and he is, like, in the show, baby. Like, he is just on his sex game at that point. And, you know, I'm over there being cucked, and, like, I'm just so wet, and I'm so turned on. I'm so hot. Like, I'm so horny. Like, I just wanted to get – I just want him to, like – we. I wanted to reclaim him at that moment in front of everybody because I'm also an exhibitionist, even though I like watching him, but I was just so turned on. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like that even though me and Brad are three years in to this, like, 
there are still things that we need to learn when it comes to communication because even though our communication with each other is like spot on like we also need to be really good about communicating with couples and like sometimes I feel like we need to over communicate with them you know especially because we do have like a different dynamic that not a lot of people are used to so um that was a learning process for us yeah I really haven't seen much of that um as far as like the cuck queening um a handful over you know our entire swinging career if you want to call it that but uh yeah so we wrapped up um went back to the room and turned on south park <laughs> like we always do at swingers events because it's the only thing that's on at two o'clock in the morning and it's our cuddle time and our laugh time and um we knew that we had to be up early so we set an alarm for 9 a.m but guess who was at our door at 8 <laughs> 30 looking for his bags <laughs> yeah. who was it oh mr joseph oh yeah of course and then daddy mike brought us chick-fil-a breakfast thank oh, you so to the good. swing nation um who First of all, well, I'm going to talk about this at the end, but like they just made it so amazing for us. So um, I get up, I shower, I get ready and I get all my little bridesmaids stuff together and I go to Lacey's room where all the bridesmaids are and Katie, who she did my hair, she did my makeup and we're just girling, we're talking, you know, we we ended up going live um, on TikTok and then I was so freaking proud of the boys because they went live, they made a bunch of videos, like they killed it. I was Thanks so Thanks to Joe, Dan, and then the videos, all DJ Life of Spice. Life of he Spice. was he was on it. So I <clears throat> was just relaxing in the room. A friend Trig came in, he was the officiant for the wedding. He was the first one there and we were kind of just going over the book, making sure everything was in order. And I'm sitting there reading my vows and second guessing everything I wrote. So the boys start kind of like piling in and talking to each other. And I delete two thirds of my vows and rewrite them right there. I'm like, they weren't long. I I think it was a whole 30, 40 seconds, my vows. But um, yeah, I was like, I definitely have to rewrite these. Yeah, and so for the girls, we're getting ready and we're getting all pretty. And um, (laughs) I love Life of Spice because she's like, all right, girls, like it's getting to be time here. We need to get the bride in her dress and we have to make some TikToks and like, let's go. Like she was on the time. Like this is why you need a maid of honor and a best man at your wedding. (laughs) Because And like we picked the perfect couple because they are just very task oriented when it comes down to getting business done (laughs) yeah they're they're like the best because they're fun but also like they're they're very business oriented i i really want to read their charts in depth here's some kylie isms for you but like i want to (laughs) read in depth to their charts because i feel like there's got to be some virgo in there something like capricorn you know but um oh no yeah dj life of spice is a capricorn oh my god that makes total sense. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I did not want anybody to see me. So we went into we were supposed to go into the club. Right. And like um, Dan and Lacey, who ran the event, uh, Swing Nation event, um, Swinger Society event, like they had already planned on it. So they were getting the buffet set up 
because they did a buffet, which we'll talk about that. But um, we were like going to go in the club and the person was like, well, I need to see your guys' wristbands. And Daphne was like, okay, we're going in there to hide away from the guys because we don't want them to see the bride. Like, literally, this is the bride. We are the bridesmaids. What is she going to do? Hide some biscuits in this dress that we could, had to take five people to get on her. Like, what is going on? <laughs> so we had a good laugh, but we ended up going in the dungeon and they were super sweet about it. But it was just really silly. Like, Daphne was like, what is she going to do? Hide some biscuits. Like, come on, people, you know. <laughs> So, um, little disclosure, um, time was coming up for us to head downstairs, and I look out our bedroom window, and I see all the girls, and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to turn around, and they're like, why? And I was like, because I saw all the girls, I imagine Kylie's in the mix with them, and so then Joe's like, just keep turning around, he was like, I can tell you, I'll tell you when we're allowed to walk down there. So yeah. we were waiting for you to get into there and the door was shut. And then we were, he was like, okay, now we can go down. We get down there and we're calling, we're looking for uh daddy discord. Um, oh yeah. And, so daddy discord. Jeff was, Iron Man was missing in action. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard, so I had heard someone say, where's Jeff? Where's Jeff? Where's Jeff? And so somebody, I think it was Life of Spice called him or had DJ Life of Spice call him and was like, where are you? And he's like, I thought the wedding was at 12. I didn't have to be there till 12. And it was 1130. So everyone's like, get down here. He's like, I'm on my way down there. So, yeah, that was because yeah. he was like one of the most important he's like, parts. I, he's like, he says he's in his room. And I'm like, I see him walking across the balcony to go get ready. Yeah. So, um, because so Daddy Discord, when... We had made all of the wedding plans. You know, everyone was like, well, who's going to give you away? And then um, I think it was Lacey was like, oh, you don't you don't have to be given away. Like, it's fine. You know, because my dad wasn't going to be there. And um, so basically I, I brainstormed and I was like, it has to be daddy discord. Like it just it has to, you know, Jeff is not. And I don't want this to sound weird. Maybe is it going to sound weird, but like he is kind of like a father figure to me. Like I've went to him for advice for things that I've needed and just he's always there for me. Um, so I look at him and Dan is like brother, dad figures, you know, um, and it just it meant a lot to me. I'm going to get choked up talking about it, but like it just really meant a lot to me that he walked me down the aisle and that he gave me away because the love that I have for him, um, it just, I, it, it's comparable to like the love that you have for like a brother or a father, just like somebody that means a lot to you to have in your life. So thank you. If you're listening to this, um, Iron Man, thank you so much for that. But Thanks buddy. <laughs> also, you were late to the, to the party. <laughs> we made it. And yeah. Um, so all the guys, we weren't going to do like a walk down. So we all just stood up there and then we got the music going and the girls came down and then I seen Kylie and I immediately just started shaking. 
like why were you shaking i was so nervous you why? look you look I... so good i i couldn't it wasn't like oh i'm having regrets it was like just pure nerves just took me over and all the boys were pretty smart and we wore sunglasses which was good because my eyes were welling up it was bright <laughs> it was bright but my eyes were just welling up and i'm like okay hold it together hold it together so we make it you know ceremony starts um you know we do the apache uh wedding prayer prayer, which because both so originally i wanted to do like a pagan wedding and then i'm like first of all trig is not pagan so like this is putting a lot on him and like i just i didn't want to put that much into it especially because like you know we're going to be able to have our own personal wedding with our family and stuff like that like we can do that there so but I did want to add the Apache wedding prayer in there because me and Brad are both Native American and like that's a big part of our heritage. So we added that and then um, we did the vows. And as soon as Trig is like, OK, now it's time for Kylie to read her vows. I lose it. I cannot get my words out. I had written down all of this stuff. Two pages. Two pages. <laughs> And I wasn't nervous, but like I just it was they were just so meaningful to me. And I feel like it was like I was just nervous because I'm I'm crying and I'm sitting there reading my vows and I'm pissed off because all of the the groomsmen get to wear sunglasses (laughs) and no one has to see them cry and everybody has (laughs) to see me cry. (laughs) Yeah. And then I look over at trig and he's holding his book out and it's just shaking it's going and my legs start going into like earthquake mode is the best way i could explain it and jeff had said something to me after he was like uh your legs looked like you were riding a motorcycle like the they your shorts were just shaking joe reaches over he was like hey buddy you got this calm down and i'm like so I barely, barely made it through my vows. I forgot the first portion of it. Like I memorized it, um, but I like ad libbed some words because at the uh, like the very end, I like looked down and I was like reading over it. And um, I'm like, yeah, that's not what I wrote, but it worked. Uh, so we did our vows and we did. The ring exchange. So there's a funny little story. So Kylie ordered me one of the silicone rings because um, I, I rings just fit me weird. Um, my knuckles fatter than where the ring actually sits. So she forgets it at home. Ladies, did you hear that? Brad has fat knuckles. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> and Joe, without hesitating just pulls his wedding ring off and hands it to me he was like here use it so i slip it on it fits perfectly and um he gives this to me on friday because i figured it out because i went through all of my stuff and i'm like brad we have a problem yeah and so saturday morning when all the guys are in the room i'm like um kylie didn't take this ring down with her she's supposed to be carrying it 
And so I had somebody run down, give the ring to her, and everybody's super confused. They're like, oh, wait, why are you having it? Like, um, isn't somebody supposed, oh, somebody else supposed to have it? And we weren't doing like a ring bearer or Well, anything. we originally were going to, it was going to be um, Meg and Micah, but they didn't end up um, coming to the event. Uh Dan and Lacey's old assistant um, was going to do it for us. And after, I just didn't really, I thought, you know, because of the way that my ring, cause I am pagan. So like I have a Celtic, um, what is it? Clad, Clada, Clada ring. Yeah. Which, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but, um, and you, the way that we do it in like a, a Celtic pagan wedding is you take the ring and um, you point it toward your heart. Um, so, cause that means that you're taken. So it's yeah. always, so it has a heart and a crown on it Yeah, and it points down the heart. And when you, in the ceremony, you pull it off, turn it around and aim the heart back up towards her. So I did that. She put the ring on me and we made it through. We did. Yeah. We finally, we made it through no hiccups. Um, and then we did our exit to Bob Marley. Yeah, and we all danced down the aisle, and then we took pictures out front, which those are going to come out, and they ended up being super cute and super fun. We should and, be getting some samples soon here. Yeah, we, we, we put up some samples on our social media, but um, and then a couple uh, from the Discord and social media that we've known for a long time snapped some really great pictures of us, uh, which are actually on our social media as well, but... Um, yeah, it was, it ended up going very perfectly. Um, the wedding itself, just everything was just couldn't have been better and, um, is a day that I will never forget. And it would have never been the way that it was without the amazing Swing Nation and Swinger Society. Um, the gift that they gave us, I feel like we will never be able to return to them. (laughs) yeah there's there's a lot of things that you know um they did for us uh we won't you know say it 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 just means a lot and they didn't have to yeah for what they so supportive and amazing like they didn't have to do that for us um and that just goes to show you like i felt like from from my perspective it was just like an appreciation from them and also like that's just they they love to make sure that everybody feels loved and supported and um it's just i have so much gratitude for them and all all of their staff and they just everybody made it such a beautiful day every single person who was a part of our wedding was important and um we just couldn't have done it without all of those people so if you were in the wedding party. Thank you. Thank um, you, boys. You guys were awesome. But a <laughs> big shout out to, of course, Dan and Lacey for making sure that that day was amazing for us um, and celebrating. You know, me and Brad love differently and we celebrated that. I mean, I think like so many people have so many opinions about what we do and, you know, why get married? Why even get married if you guys are just gonna you know cheat on your spouse is what people say to us and it was like we wanted to show the world that like we love each other so deeply and so strongly 
and we love our friends and we love our community. So, yeah, thank you. Nicely worded. Yeah. Um, but, and I, I, that was just so amazing. So then afterwards they did the vow renewal ceremony. So all the girls got their little, you know, veils on and their white bikinis and everybody did their little vow renewals and we hung out by the pool and did the raffle. We, so we had the consent team there Friday and Saturday and I was on the consent team on Saturday and all in all, I think having the consent team there was awesome. We didn't have a lot of consent issues and um, I think it was just nice to have that presence. Um, so we were trained by Safer Sex, uh, just what to look for when it came to consent violations. And honestly, I thought it went really well. Everybody was really awesome and supportive. And we took pictures and just overall had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good day. Um that was definitely when I started to, to let loose. <laughs> yeah, we were able to let loose. So we ended up going up to the room and I was like, Brad, I really want to take a bath. And we knew that our friends, Jersey Couple, which I'm sure you guys, if you've listened to this podcast, if you listen to Dana Lacey's podcast, Swing Nation podcast, uh, you've heard about them. And I know that they're really close with Joe and Maria, our other friends. So I, was, I text Joe and I was like, Joe, I have a really weird question. And he's like, what the fuck now, Kylie? Like, because when I text him, I have a weird question. Like, he just doesn't know what to expect from me. <laughs> yeah, because they're weird a lot. And I'm like, can you text Jersey and see if I can go take a bath in their room? And he was like, oh, that's not weird. Like, yeah, here's their number. So I go and I take a bath in their room because they had this really cool, like, spa bath. And that was nice. We got to connect with them. I love them. I just absolutely adore them. But yeah. So I had tech, we were supposed to, we went and did the discord, um, staff meeting and we, everybody did shots and we were hanging on the stripper pole, um, ate some cookies and then it was time to go do content. And, um, I knew life of spice was, she was starting to feel tired at that point. And she was like, I just don't feel good. Um, so she ended up getting, um, an IV, from uh one of the nurses there because there was a nurse or yeah it was jersey she had Mm -hmm. she's a nurse so she had her iv kit um so we got ready for the club and we go down to the club and we walk in it's nine o'clock so we got there on the dot right it was overwhelming yeah it it definitely was it well you know throughout the whole day talking to everybody we were peopled out we were we were kind of burnt it was not a stressful day but it was a lot it was just a lot for us emotionally to you know i mean think about the emotions that me and brad went through getting married and all that and i just i personally just felt like it was just overwhelming i don't drink brad barely drinks like that crazy stuff is really I feel like in our swinger journey behind us, which is a good thing, but like that whole party, like let's get wasted, like let's drink, let's do bottles, like that whole thing, the bottle service, VIP, all of that for us is just, we don't, that we're there to connect with other humans on a soul level. So I 
texted um, Life of Spice and I was like, hey, where are you? And she was like, I'm still getting my IV. So we go up to Jersey Couple's room and we're just sitting there talking to them. And all four of us at one point in the conversation, we all just look at each other and we're like, yeah, we're not going back down to the club. We're just going to hang out. Yeah, that was the beginning of the new T-shirt, the Anti-Social Social Club. <laughs> Anti-Social Social Club. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they got their IVs. They finished up. Then we went back to their room and just hung out with them until two o'clock in the morning. Joe and Maria stopped by. They're like, Where are you guys at? We're like, Life Spices room. Like, we're burnt out. And they stopped by. They chatted for a little bit. And then they were like, All right, we're ready to go to bed. So then me and Kai were like, You know what? We'll go down and get in the hot tub. Oh, yeah, because, well, so the whole night I had been texting Joe and he was hanging out with Valentino and Valentino's wife. And I was like, you got this for me, Joe? Like, we're going to do this, right? You know, so we go down there and everyone had already like left the club. It was like two. So we go and I did not go into the hot tub, by the way. And we go, we're sitting by the hot tub and we're just like connecting with Valentino and his wife and Joe and Maria. And we're just... I swear to God, it was one of those nights where your cheeks hurt because <laughs> Joe. you have Joe just going at it, cracking jokes. Like, I had to tell him, like, five times. I'm like, dude, somebody could be recording this right now, and you're <laughs> going to get my ass in trouble on social media. People are going to be. <laughs> and Valentino's wife is this very, like, very much reminds me of Joe, like, just doesn't give a fuck. And she just says very what's on her very northern and no, new york oh very, new york. Yeah, yeah new york like so her and joe are going at it just like one two three just like hitting the jokes hitting everything and like me and brad and valentino and maria are just sitting there and we're just like laughing our asses off like it was so funny i didn't we ended up staying there till 5 a.m because we were just having such a good time yeah i was like it's when i see that blue light in the sky and I've been up all night, I need to go to bed because if I don't, I feel like I'm going to be depressed the next day yeah. <laughs> because I stayed up all night long. <clears throat> so Yeah, we knew that we didn't have to get up in the morning, though, so that was a good thing. Yeah, we were staying an extra day just to relax. So um, we went back. We went to bed. I think I fell asleep at like 6 and 9.30 in the morning, pounding on the door. Who do you think it is? It's Joe. And he, he wanted to say goodbye. Yeah. And they were getting on the plane and they were leaving. So we ended up getting up and getting ready. By noon, we head over to Life of Spices because we had planned like prior to just we we had planned to just have a day with like the four of us. I mean, obviously, any of our friends were allowed to come, but I knew that Dan and Lacey were also just like spent. Yeah, they were burnt. And, um, um, Daddy Mike and Daphne were, left, yeah, they yeah. were already gone. So a lot of people were leaving. Um, and then, you know, we were walking around before we went and did any plans, talking to people. And they're like, dude, I'm going to go take a nap. And then we're going to go swim in the pool and get lunch. Like, we're not we're not really doing anything today. We're, we're smoked. Yeah, everybody was just spent from the weekend. So... Me and Life of Spice, we wanted to go get piercings, 
and our husbands who are just very supportive of all of our crazy endeavors. Yeah, they were wanting more than one. We <laughs> said one was enough for the day. They were like, no, one. So um, we ended up going, uh, Life of Spice had found this really good piercer, and we go to this piercing place, and me and her get pierced, and um, it was awesome. It was really fun, and, you know, then we ended up going to lunch. Uh, we got Doing another tradition, Chinese, Chinese buffet. buffet. <laughs> um, and... I don't know. It was just like, I just love them so much. I just love hanging out with them. We had fun. Like, I feel like if they lived close to us, it would be, we would just be with them 24 seven because we just connect with them on like so many levels, music, arts, like it's just so cool. Like everything. They just. We vibe like it's just that vibe. Space cadets forever. You just get a vibe <laughs> with people, you know, and like yeah. when you find your couple that you really like hanging out with, you know, and it's not even like sexual, right? Like it can be like I'm not saying that I don't enjoy swinging with them because absolutely I do. They're probably one of my favorite couples to swing with because we have that friendship connection. But like it's just cool to like let your hair down and you can. I feel like I can be myself around them more than with anybody because they just they get me and they get Brad and like we're all close to the same age. Like it's so funny. We found out DJ Life of Spice, what he's a month ahead of us. Yeah, like month ahead of me, two months ahead of you. Exactly then, to the day, <clears throat> two months ahead of me, yeah. by the way. And then uh she's Six months younger no, than um no she's a year and six months, but we're we're all in the yeah. same age range like we all like the same music like it just I don't know it we get along with them so well and like um we just like hanging out with them so we end up going back taking a nap relaxing kind of packing and then um we go back down to the hot tub we're hanging out with our friends and. We knew that we had to get on a plane at, like, 6 a.m., so we were just, like, we're not swinging. We're not doing anything crazy. You know, everybody had to leave in the morning. Um, so the last interaction I had was I, I had to go get something from Lacey's room, and um, I don't know if she wants me to say this, but it was a vulnerable moment for both of us, and I was just, like, thanking them, and I'm, like, you guys just, like, knocked this one out of the park. Like, this was just such an amazing event like these are only going to get bigger and she like starts crying i know she was tired and she was like i know it's so much i'm like girl you guys are killing it like thinking back to the early days of swing talk when we were in an airbnb in nashville yeah you know and just (laughs) and dj life of spice was like could i play for you guys this was before he uh started his career as a club dj he was just you know, experimenting with it at home and playing for friends. So that was like the seed. <laughs> yeah. And it it was just a really cool, impactful moment for me and her to like kind of have that conversation with each other. Like I needed her to know not only how thankful I was for her, but like also how they're doing so many amazing things outside of just swinging related stuff. Like they are truly, truly doing the work to make sure that this community thrives and evolves 
in a positive way. And every event that they do, they continue to make sure that like people are safe and people feel welcome and people feel good there. And like what they brainstorm, like what can we do to make people feel like they're a part of this and that they mean something to us? Like they make sure that every single person that goes to their events feels welcome and feels like they're they're there and we want them there you know and and that's very impactful for me personally just to see the growth and um I'm just really proud of them and I want them to know that if they're listening like I'm just really proud of what you guys have built and what we've all built together DJ Life of Spice I'm so fucking proud of you for what you've built and your music and I'm so proud of Life of Spice and I'm so proud of every single person who puts their face out on social media to destigmatize this lifestyle because that was what this event was all about to the T. It was about destigmatizing our love. Just because we love differently does not mean that we don't, we're not deserving of weddings like that and of moments like that to share with our friends who have become our family. And yeah, for sure. If you're listening to this, maybe you're new in the lifestyle. Just know that like you are going to have people who are going to become your family. Your you will find that group of people who will just be there. And you'll talk to every day or like me, you know, I don't really talk to a lot of people. But when I do need to talk to people, they're the first ones that I hit up. Yeah, like you're going to find your family and um, there are there are families. So when when you see your family thriving, you're happy for them. And me seeing them thrive, you know, it makes me happy and it makes me feel like just grateful for every moment that I get to spend with them, um, whether it be online or not online. Um, So we ended up then going to the life of spices room to say goodbye to them which was fucking hard yeah well we we needed to sign paperwork yeah they had to so they were like the witnesses so they had to sign for um our paperwork and then we had to sign content creator paperwork with them too because that's like a thing that only fans has been doing so yeah we signed some paperwork and we cut the cake with them because we were supposed to do it at some point on saturday but like there was just so much going on that we couldn't get to it. So, um, and then we didn't get our first dance. So we, we did our first dance and we did our first dance and cried the whole time <laughs> because we're dorks like that. And, um, you know, we just talked about how we felt the love and we felt the love from them. And, um, you know, again, just reliving that is like, that's a couple that, the love is there um and just seeing them grow together it just means a lot to me and it helps it helps me grow as a person with brad because like i see them growing together too you know like they've been through a lot in their relationship and like brad and i have too and um it's just nice to have somebody where you don't feel alone like you don't feel like you're a weirdo because of like your relationship dynamic and you know, it's just, it's so awesome to have them in our lives. Um, so thank yeah. you guys. We love you. 
We love you guys. You know that. So much. <laughs> I didn't cry this time. He did not. <laughs> I'm crying a little bit, but yeah. I knew I was going to. Yeah. So then, yeah, up to the room, finished packing, went to bed, got like three hours, and then the fun journey home. And yeah, that was our event in a nutshell. In it a nutshell. Was, it was a blast. We appreciate everybody who came out, everybody who helped um, put it together, everything that you guys did. We really appreciate it. And I think that will be it for this week. Yeah. Um, before we sound off on Secrets, a night to remember, or a weekend to remember, what is your uh, rating scale of this event, this Swinger Society event? Because all in all, it was a swinger society event. What do you rate? What's the rating that you give it? Oh, it gets like a 20 out of 10. It, it, it stepped up so much from the last one we went to and things are running so much smoother. And at secrets alone, they're, they're really putting in the work to make, you know, those hiccups that we saw, you know, two years ago are non-issue like the getting the money back from your card and um you know the food issue and now you know with the new pool and they got the 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 dj booth out there and things running smooth at the club and as we speak right now they're building a giant two-story tiki bar so i can't wait to go back and go hang out in that tiki bar next september yeah so um it just keeps getting better and better, and Dan and Lacey, the more they do this, are, um, you know, ironing everything out, so it just keeps getting better every time. I think I'm going to give it a million out of ten. Like, Oh, yeah, of course, you got to fucking one-up me. So good. I know, I'm a one-upper. <laughs> ah, working on it um, anyways, but no, it was just so good. Like, I don't even want to rate it because it was just so amazing. Um the one thing that I do want to say is I think Swinger Society is a force to be reckoned with, you know, um, only because like their events are so good. And I'm not just saying this because I'm close to them. But like if I were on the outside just as a lifestyle person, I would go to these events because they're not clicky. They're welcoming to everybody, supportive of everybody, loving and kind and just fun like you can go and and me being a sober person you know you can go and not drink and they don't you know we were doing the room crawl and like all you know the whole weekend like nobody was encouraging that culture of drinking and doing substances like it's for everybody and when we say that we truly mean that and as somebody who is kind of an odd person out as a sober swinger you know I felt very welcomed and I felt as though um, I had a place. And that's why Swinger Society is a force to be reckoned with in their events. If a, an event comes anywhere near you, make sure that you go so that you can feel that welcoming, comforting feeling um, of just being around a group of people who are genuinely there because we genuinely love the lifestyle and love to support others. So... Thank you guys for listening, as always. Uh, sorry it's taken us so long to get this out. 
But uh, we love you guys. Thank you for always supporting us. And uh, that's it. Thanks for riding on the Pineapple Express. I've got bonus content for you. So I wanted to sit down and chat with Boston Swing King so that I could hear his experience with secrets. So here's a quick rundown of Boston Swing King and his experience and how the weekend went for him. I can't wait to hear it. Okay, everybody. So I have Boston Swinger King, Mr. Joe, uh, and he came to secrets and we're going to talk a little bit about his experience at secrets, but we're only, we're going to do like a mini session here. So Joe, tell us everything about secrets Thursday through Sunday, best parts, worst parts. Just give us the rundown. So we started off Thursday. Let's talk about arriving and everybody's frigging flights being delayed as usual through spirit and frontier and everybody else. So we all arrived late. We pick up the rent car. Um, we are supposed to meet you, but you ended up what having to run to the courthouse. Yeah, I got married. Yeah, well, yeah, you had to be there early, get your paperwork, all that jazz. So anyway, Thursday, we end up landing and getting to Secrets at like 4. We were supposed to be there at like 2.30, 3 o'clock. So we get to Secrets, we walk in, um, we have to get ready. We don't have a place to put any of our luggage because you guys hadn't even checked in yet, correct? At that point, we are still, I think, at the courthouse. So yeah, we have to get the secrets we check in me and maria have to get ready so we end up with we end up with jersey um we end up getting ready we end up you end up finally getting back we meet up with you get into your room uh we start getting ready we have to be at shit we had like 45 minutes to get to the mexican restaurant and like get ready and meet everybody there we end up always being fashionably late like everyone always beats us we always show up and there's already like 20 people there so we get there there's the usual suspects are there lazy to end Daphne, a bunch of other couples getting ready. We sit down and it's again, we walk into the cooking shit show where like everyone's ordering at different times. It takes us two and a half hours to eat, yada, yada, yada. We get everything going. We have a little speech you make. Everyone, everyone is happy. We have a good time. We um, have dinner. We get out of there. What time do we get out? About eight o'clock, nine o'clock? I think it was about nine o'clock. And because we wanted to get out of there because remember the club, what they were having a newbie night there. Well, usually we don't do the newbie night in the club, but this year, um, Lacey had kind of set up a whole thing where we were going to like all do these crazy outfits with pineapples and a significant other's face on it. And we kind of like went into it a little bit this year and actually went to the club. Those were fucking ugly as shit, by the way. <laughs> they were hideous. Yeah. And, but it was something different to do. I'm probably never going to wear that again. But either way, we get we get out of dinner, we get back, everyone goes and changes into their um, significant other's like outfit unless you already had worn it to dinner, which I refused to do. We did not do that. Um, we do all that. We get to the club and Thursday night and see us at the club for Newby night. And then did it, did you guys? No, because we went to bed early. Well, we did, but we still went to the club for a little while. 
Yeah, but we ended up going to bed. I know that you guys went to bed early because you got up early the next morning and woke me up. Well, that was the, we we ended up doing all these like swappings of the shirts and like there was a whole thing that like whoever you ended up with like the shirt um, that was who you were gonna play with that night and it was kind of like hard because it wasn't equal for everybody let's say and people's interest so that didn't end up happening but anyway we left we went back to the room at probably. 11 30 or 12 o'clock because we were exhausted we have been up since like four in the morning um got back to the room hung out i think we ended up eating some leftovers that we had hanging around from the mexican restaurant and uh we ended up crashing early and um i wanted to go to the gym on friday morning which is my typical routine with uh whoever wants to join uh, not everybody's cup of tea but that's what me and maria do every morning on friday at least to feel better about ourselves going into the weekend so uh, we get up about like 7, 7.30, um, message Jersey. Um, they're awake or not awake. I end up going and banging on their room door, waking his ass up. Um, Whoa, you out. bang on someone's door? Never. At 8 a.m.? We, we had a deadline. I mean, we were going to the gym. I wanted Because we had to get to the gym. First of all, we had to go eat breakfast at Wawa because that's like our thing, too. We got to go get some breakfast bowls at Wawa across the street. We got to get to the gym and get back before... 10 or 11 o'clock because we have to be down by the pool to claim our cabana and start that whole charade going all day long drinking. So we end up going to the gym. Um, I totally forget that like at 10 o'clock we're supposed to do bridal things with you. Yeah. I forgot. So I know. Well, that's <laughs> and Maria forgot too, but we were like in the middle of working out and like you text and you're like, hey, by the way, we have to be ready to go at 10 o'clock rehearsal. I'm like, oh shit. So we cut the whole gym thing short. Um, we head back to the to the resort. We get ready and and what? We get down to the pool about 10, 10, 15, and we start the rehearsal part. Yeah. And then right after that, everybody's kind of already at the pool. I had left. So tell us tell us what happened while I was gone. What what part was that? When were you gone? This is all. So remember, I was gone. I was gone Friday during the day and you were at the cabana with everybody. Oh, well, that was after the rehearsal thing because you guys had to go do some stuff. I went and did stuff. Brad hung out. Oh, that's right. You were having a day for yourself to meditate and collect your thoughts and go to your meeting and all that. So Brad ended up hanging out with us at the cabana after all this happened. And uh, we were just like hanging out, drinking, being goofballs, hanging out at the pool. That was when the whole first day of like the poolside parties began. And, um, we had fun with our usual group of people that we hang out with the cabana, um, contests, topless, everything, like people doing their thing. And then you came back probably around like four, mm-hmm. like almost as we were like ending the pool party and uh, went back to the room. Brad disappeared because I'm assuming you came back at that time. We were kind of tipsy. We ended up paying a thousand dollar bar tab and um, we all went back to the room to get ready for night one. Um, and your big night because you had to get rested up because Valentino was doing his little dance for you, but we also had the room crawl. Was the room crawl Friday? That was Friday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we got back Friday, like probably back to like five and like me and Maria were tipsy. So we crashed for like an hour and all of a sudden uh, people are like banging on the door at like six fifteen. They're like, come on, the room crawl. Blah, blah, blah. So we jump out of bed. We're running around crazy, trying to scramble just to throw something on. I throw on my boombox as usual for my room for the room crawl, and we uh, start our little thing. And what we thought was going to be like 
half an hour, 45 minutes of like walking around turned into an hour and a half. We didn't get back to the room till like 7.30, quarter of eight and, yeah. buzz, and buzzed again from all the shots that we were doing walking around because everyone was feeding us everything. So we did the whole room crawl. That was wicked fun. We got to kind of hang out with people and chat and socialize with you guys and everybody else. And um, then what? After the room crawl, we head back to the rooms and it's time to get ready for Friday night's uh, Nash Bash. Yeah, and, uh, and cowboy outfits. Uh, yeah, everyone was in there like gay cowboy outfits and uh, chic little cowgirl things. And um, it was cool. Maria Maria dressed up like a little cowgirl, like kind of like modern with like her little like boots and shorts and a little like cut off shirt. I had got some fake um, jegging booty short things that I uh, had two pairs of that I shared with, with Jersey Mike. And uh, we dressed up as like twins. We had our little like, um, necklace things that had our initials on them and our cowboy hats and the girls were all done up and Jamie looked beautiful and um, their friend looked good and everyone looked good we all took our pitches, we were down, we danced and um, we had a fun time and then um, Friday night was fun watching you have your little uh, show with Valentino so how that was, was fun how, was, how did that go com- compared to what was expected for you I was not expecting him to like it to be so put together. Like he literally, like it, it was very professional. Like, cause I do bachelor shows for guys and it's not professional at all. It's just like me shaking my tits in their face, but his was super professional. And he like picked me up, you know, I'm 155 pounds and he picked me up and threw me around. Like I was a rag doll and it was, it was awesome. I feel um, like he rehearsed that or like his, that's like his routine when he has a bachelorette party. He did super good and then when he incorporated like spice like into the whole thing with you it was uh it was dominating it was pretty hot yeah and he's my my crush he's just my biggest crush so like um it was it was just really cool and it was really cool to <laughs> hang out with him like I had so much I just adore him and his wife so much so they were just so sweet and she's so funny because like I just thought she was they were just amazing amazing couple like 10 out of 10 um I love them so yeah, yeah he put on a great show he, Jesus I've never seen so much money rain down in 15 minutes than I saw while he was dancing like I mean people were throwing hundreds of dollar bills at this at this dude and it was like raining one and he bills, deserved it 100 percent he did a freaking incredible job. He was entertaining. He did, I mean, he went for a good three or four songs. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be tiring. And he was throwing you around, dancing around, flipping around, getting everybody involved, hyping up the crowd. I mean, it was it was good. He did a really good job. And um, it was fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. And then, so after that, I was trying to get an orgy together, right? Because... Dan was just like a bump on a log, not doing anything, which was weird because he always gets the orgy together. Yeah, Dan was extra quiet this time as far as like the organizational tactics that he usually involved in. So you kind of took the reins on it. I took the, I, you know, he's been teaching me some things. Um, <laughs> so I took the reins and I was like, orgy, let's meet. So we all um, get changed. And then they wanted $8 for us to get a locker. Remember that? There's some things of secrets that I feel like is nickel and dime, right? So they require you to go to the playroom, and as a guy, you cannot wear anything. You literally can only go in a towel. They, I don't know how I snuck in with even my eye watch, but like usually, like you get no phones, no nothing. And I'm gonna get into a little bit deeper into this because it kind of pisses me off. But like we end up going there. They want eight bucks for a locker, but I don't have my wallet. 
right? Because you don't I have any every, clothes. I left everything at the room. Right. I want, but I needed to like have a locker just to put like my shoes and stuff in. So I'm like, all right, what the hell? We end up having to go back to the room, dump all of our stuff again. And then everyone's kind of like coming in and out like randomly. So it like kind of like not killed the vibe, but like it broke up the energy a little bit because we all had to like go back and forth and like get it. So anyway, we get inside and it's like hot as balls in there, right? And they don't allow you to bring water in there. And I'm trying to figure out like whether it's a tactic to get you to get the hell out of there so you're not hanging out there four hours or they're just assholes and they have no consideration that people are like dying of thirst and I'm not going to go in the shower and drink shower water. Like that was we all lay down the bed. We're all having a good time. We're all playing. Um, I'm hanging out with Lacey. Dan finally gets Maria. It's been a long time. Like we haven't hooked up with them since um, since Pittsburgh. Yeah, last year. Right. It's been a while, and we keep missing opportunities. So we we had we had to get that out of the way. We wanted to play. We, we were we were going strong, and then you and Brad came in with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Sw- uh, New Swing on the block. I'm not sure if they want us to say names, so we'll just leave them at that for now. But, um, and you guys laid down next to us and everyone's like doing their thing. It's probably, I want to say there was like 15 of us in there, but like half of us were watching and half of us were participating. And you came in and we kind of all just like watched like you doing your thing with everybody. And then like time stopped. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, in a, in a like very good way. So like, we're all kind of like seeing what's going on. Everyone's looking around and Brad's um, playing with Mrs. Newswinger on the block. And Brad was, like, in another world, I think, mm-hmm. as far as, like, energy. Like, dude was putting in a clinic. And Brad's usually is like, you guys know Brad. Brad's pretty conservative, pretty low-key, chill. But, like, when the dude's pants come off, like, he just turns into a fucking machine. <laughs> so he's fucking putting in the hurt on her in, in a good way. Like, now everyone, like, she's moaning, she's slapping her, like, she's into it. Jim's playing with Sorry, Mr. Swinger is playing with them with her and like they're everyone's like in a group thing and you're like you're Brad's like doing his cut thing with you and you're like loving every minute of it and we all stopped and we started watching and it's like holy shit dude Brad is putting in a clinic right now and like nobody could really keep up with it because Brad was just like hammering for like a good 25 minutes and just listening to her and the slaps and the moans everyone was like everyone was like ready to go yeah, it got everybody in a mood, like a really sexy, horny mood, I feel like. 100%. Like me and Maria stopped, Dan Lacey stopped, I mean, Daph and Mike stopped, everyone. There was a legit circle that formed around the outside of the room, like someone was going to put on a dance show, except it was you guys, like, screwing on the bed. So, yeah, like, and then everyone, remember at that point, we look up, and there's probably, like, at least 50 people watching. 100% and everyone was like kind of like closing in too so like they surrounded everybody but now it was getting like super hot like because it was so many goddamn people in there and um you guys were doing your thing that wrapped up however it wrapped up it was getting kind of hot in there so we all kind of like exited and went outside to the pool area mm-hmm. um, after we got outside of the pool area we all kind of just hung out and then um we didn't it wasn't a, it wasn't a late night again we all uh we probably me and Maria probably retreated back to the room about like 2.30 shortly after all that stuff ended. And um, we were trying to do some other things with some other people, but like other things got in the way and uh, we couldn't make it happen. So we ended up back at the room uh, fairly early again and uh, we went to bed. Because we um, had to be up for the wedding in the morning. We did have to be up for the wedding in the morning. It got a little bit late. Um, we ended up running into people on the way back to the room and had to deal with some other issues that were going on. So we ended up up a little bit later than we wanted to be. But um, 
yeah, then some other people ended up crashing in our room that we didn't want to be in our room and kept us up all night. And then we woke up with them in our bed. I don't know if and I told you this. Joe, by the way, is like the swinger society therapist. Like anytime yeah. a guy has an issue, I don't know, but anytime a guy has an issue, they're like, let's go to Joe. Like that's, that's why I think we love you so much. Cause like you, you're just really good with like guy problems. Like it, was, it problems. was a guy, it was a guy problem. And I had to like correct his thought process on it. Cause he was making her seem like the bad person and, and not in a bad way. They were just having a little like disagreement about what was going on with the, what a situation that happened. And there was a misunderstanding, but like, I can't go to bed at night knowing that my friends are not okay. Right. And I, my whole thing with this and the advocacy and like the, I guess the influential part of it is like, I, I have to be someone's middle ground. I'll be a middle ground. I don't care if I'm up all night. Um, but I can't go to sleep knowing that two people that I care about are gonna, are having a battle about something absolutely ridiculous. Like I do it for anybody and I wanted to go to bed, believe me. And, um, we ended up up late just talking to them and like sailing down and it was worth it. We had a good time. We connected vibe really well. It ended up being a really good bonding session for everyone. But like I said, these two other people that were there as singles from two other couples that met were like in our room and then they ended up like crashing in my bed, kept us up all goddamn night. We had to get up at nine. I'm kicking everybody out of the room. So anyway, on to Saturday morning, we get up at like nine in the morning. We're all getting dressed. Um, everyone's getting in their stuff. The girls go into Lacey's room and the guys went into your, yours and Brad's room. <laughs> like for the guys, there was no reason for us to be like awake at that time and have three hours to get ready for the wedding. Like we all could have got ready in like 40 minutes and hung out and had a good time while you girls were all doing your thing. So I dropped Maria off at the room. I see you getting ready. Katie's doing your hair. It looked awesome. Makeup looked awesome. And I bail and I head over to the room with the guys and we're all like in there and we're trying to like make TikToks like fools and like we're having some drinks and um, we're, we're, we're like getting ready, calming Brad down, hyping him up. But it was like so much time that we were like in there. It felt like forever that like we were waiting for like this whole thing to unfold. So then all of a sudden it's like 1145 and it's time to go downstairs. And um, this is when like reality kind of like hit Brad and everybody else. And he was like shit in his pants and like, you could see him like sh shaking or whatever. And we get down there and then, uh, yeah, the, um, the lineup, the ceremony, all that was, uh, was starting to happen. It was, it was very nice. It was, it was, did you feel the love? I did. You know, you know what we were talking about too, like this whole trip, like I felt more like, of a friendship like vibe like lovey caring like um emotional thing during this trip more so than a like let's like all play type yeah. uh type situation though it was there and like all everyone wanted to do that it was a very like more like intimate like close um emotional time on saturday than it than it was anything else yeah i felt the same way and i i mean i think I think that's the swinger society in general. Like we've created these relationships. I mean, some of us have been together for years. And so there's like, there's that bond, especially because we talk so much on discord. And like, so I really think, I think swinger society events in general are more centered toward friendship relationships, social relationships, spreading love, spreading joy, spreading positivity, as opposed to, maybe other swinger events that we've been to that are just like kind of all about play, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like usually we go to these things and it's all about like, I feel like compared to March, like it was very low key. I, we, and it was weird because we played more this time than we did in March. And March was like off the friggin' radar with like people trying to fuck all over the place. So this time it was more like, 
everyone was connected, everyone vibed out, everyone was like dancing. Like that was a like the most packed I've seen a Friday and Saturday night in that club ever, ever since I've been there. And people hung out like Life of Spice played Saturday night, and like the place was jamming till twelve thirty at night. Like nobody left. And like, and then the dude that came on after was playing like '90s, like DMX and Dre, and like all this stuff. Like it kept everyone going. So like nobody left because of like the atmosphere. Everyone was like chilling. But um, anyway, back to your wedding thing. So Brad's up on stage, and like we're all standing behind him, and this is like the part. Like it brings back memories for me because I've been married now for uh, eleven years this year. So I like I know it's just going through his head how he feels up there, and I'm looking at him, and I've <laughs> Brad was shaking so bad, <laughs> his knees were like his knees were like chattering. I'm like, dude, relax. Like I'm trying to like listen, like calm, calm down. It's just another day in the office, and he's like, he's looking back, and he's like, I can't stop shaking, and I'm like, dude, you have to stop shaking. Like it's so obvious, and uh. Anyway, you come down the aisle, Brad's like in his glory watching you look beautiful, and uh, you're coming down the side of the pool, and um. And it was it was just fun watching you guys like have that exchange. It was fun being a part of it. Um, it was fun being there with like our friends. You know, obviously like me and Maria are late into this friendship group, but like we've fallen into everybody like pretty deep, really quick. So like we've become really good friends with everybody on that stage. Is like uh, one of our really close friends now. So it was fun to be up there and like and watch that happen and share it and like and do all that stuff. And then like we went through the whole ceremony. It was quick, and then it was like boom, right back to potty mode. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and then like, so we did the cabana thing again. Well, there was no really no point for me to be like part of the cabana because I don't drink. And Brad has been very respectful of like trying to just like not drink as much at events because of consent and just like me. Um, So we hung out at the cabanas, but it wasn't anything crazy. But you guys won one of the raffles. Yeah, so I'm going around the pool and I'm talking to Nicole, Tennessee girl, Nicole, because I'm bitching at her as usual, because that's what I do, and giving her shit about everything, and um, just because it's a love-hate relationship. And you us. guys were, like, making out. Dude, we were making Yeah. Like, I was making out with Nicole, and then I started going down on her. And the fucking I know. Camera. I was like, this unfolded, like, really quickly, out of nowhere. But but I, she's so hot. How can you not? Yeah, she like... was, it was, I, I was just, it was natural. Yeah. It had to. Ha- it ha- it was. It had to happen because last time we were at um last in March, she's like, you know, we need to hang out more, and I'm like, ah, right, you wanted to hang out more? Let's go lay down on that. Lay down on that couch right there. I owe you one. I owe you one for bitching at you so much and being a pain in your ass. So let me help you out. You so give that anyway, girl a run for her money. So as girl. I'm doing that, Maria comes over and she's like, high five. She's like, what's going on over here? Oh, okay. Joe's doing his Joe things, and um, I'm gonna go over here. So like two minutes later, I like. I get up and I hear like they're doing the raffle and then I hear like Maria goes scream. I'm like, what the fuck? Like we don't win shit. And she ends up going and we win like the biggest raffle basket that they were offering that night. Now we grab the basket. We don't pay attention to shit. You can see like the Panac bottles in there and a couple of tumblers and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, cool. Like the basket's even cool. It's all pineapples, whatever. Like this is fucking awesome. But we didn't even bother opening it because obviously like you can't do shit with it. And then we end up picking the basket up later and bringing it to the room. Can't get it home. That's a whole nother story. So the whole the whole night, the whole day cons- uh, goes on and on. We're all drinking. We're having a blast by the pool. And then, bang, now it's time for celebration mode for your wedding. Everybody goes back. They get into the hippie clothes. No naps. Like, we didn't get to nap. Everyone was just, like, drinking and pottying again. Bang, down to the club again. Doing the 360 camps, pitches, this, that, and the other. Same thing. And 
it, it was just a vibe, man. We were like having a good time. DJ Life of Spice got on. Everyone was partying, dancing. Like even the VIP this year, like where Dan and Lacey usually host, everybody was kind of empty. Everyone like flooded out onto the floor. And as Dan and Lacey had mentioned this on their podcast, like I think they spent more time outside of the VIP area this time. Like everyone hanging out, than everyone just like hanging out. Man, it was it was fun. Like we had so much fun, like hanging out with everybody. And then shit, we were there till. 1 30 and then all of a sudden everybody in them in them in their mother was like let's get doordash so it was an absolute pig out fest at like 2 30 in the morning denny's taco bell chick what you name it people were getting food delivered uh and then after like 2 30 uh, we had a like long night with like valentino and his wife and uh and you guys and we kind of hung out and chatted and uh you had, like, and his wife together should should go on tour and do a fucking comedy special because she is such a hot shit she you and her like she just gives it back to you so hard and it's so funny like she can give it to me if she wants she has that northern humor like that just i don't give a fuck so she's an italian jewish girl okay yeah so she has like the blessing and the curse at the same time she's got an attitude problem but she's like a little sweet at the same time but she's from New York. She's a Jewish Italian girl. Yeah, she's got a lot of things. She's super fucking sexy. Valentino's a good looking dude. We were all vibing. It was a good time. The play thing wasn't really there because we were all just kind of chilling. But um, I don't know. I definitely would. I'm too shy. Like that's a th- like because yeah, I don't. I'm so shy. About, you talk about it too much though. Yeah, but I'm just so shy, and I just I when I, I really you- like somebody, I can't. I just don't know how to like get there. So it's going to happen between me and Valentino. I think when we go to Nashville in June, I think it'll be better. Just all six of us hanging out and just like not. Yeah, it it should be fun. And um, yeah, I mean, it didn't matter though. We were all just, we were fucking dying laughing, sharing like fetishes and kinky things and bucket list things. So we ended up in the hot tub at like probably 2 33 o'clock in the morning and we were in the hot tub till like 5 30 but this is one of those hot tub situations where you weren't late to play you were just yeah. shooting the shit having a good time and everyone which i would have preferred personally i would have rather have done that than any play because that was more fun to me than any sort of play i no, in my opinion I, it just wasn't that vibe we were just chilling like so it wasn't like the eagerness to like what well, what what is going to happen when's it going to happen it wasn't there we were all just hanging out having a couple of like drinks drinking water and did you know all right so did you know that after like two o'clock you can bring your own booze to the pool i did know that but i just I didn't know that, that out. yeah, yeah I, me too I, I i wish i knew that i i mean shit yeah i knew that, that. everything it does it changes that yeah because the bar closes so then they're like you can just bring your own booze. which i mean i don't drink so it doesn't no really but like matter, it would have been good to know that the last five times i was at the, at right. the resort like and at two o'clock everyone's like oh i want to drink and we're like oh we can't the bar's closed i didn't know that i could have ran upstairs and grabbed some tequila and like hung out by the pool yeah. But anyway, there was probably like four. Okay. So here's where you know that the people you hang out with are equally as fucked up as you is when you go into a hot tub and there's 30 fucking people in the hot tub with you. And then you guys start talking about bizarre ass shit, like little people and handicapped people and fetishes and bucket lists. And then you turn around and the entire and fucking gone. hot tub is gone. And they went into the other one. <laughs> 60 people in the other one and just you six and they're hanging out like fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I mean, like, that's fine. We're, I think that we're not for everyone. We're not everyone's vibe. That's okay. But we have fun and we, you know, that's what matters. Like we had, we had a good time. 
Yeah, and I mean, I'm, we're making this like a really quick wrap up, wrap up of like some of the bigger shit that happened during that. But it was pretty, it was pretty mellow the whole time. We had a really good time, vibe really well. There was a lot of little things that happened in between all that stuff, um, but we had a really good time. And um, yeah, and then Saturday night, five thirty, shit, and then we had to be up at like ten a.m. to check out, get out of there, and then our flight. And then time to go back home to real world shit. Yeah, that's the part, that's the part that sucks the worst. But so you what, hung out. You hung out. You hung out with Life of Spice, and what happened? Well, we hung out with Life of Spice, and you know, me and her are crazy, and we went and got piercings, and um, we just love them. I mean, you came, you came into the room with us, and like you, I know you can tell just like the, just the connection that we have with them. Like it's just so, we have just so much that we connect with them with. Um, and I just, I love them so much. Like, I oh, hate we that. we were looking around and didn't see you guys. So I'm like, we got to check on our people. Where the fuck are they? So, of course, we know where to hunt you down because we know where you were. And we had to just come make sure everything was cool and what you guys were doing. Couldn't couldn't party and do things and without including everybody. Right. So, and you plus, guys like, you wanted to make sure that we were okay. Like, that, like, yeah, everything was fine. That we weren't, like, did something happen? Did, like, you know, why yeah. are you guys hiding? I, and we were just, like... No, we're we're just hiding because like we're just our social battery is just out. Remember Joe's therapy coach. Yes. So I guess, so guess society's own built-in pain in the ass therapist, too concerned about everybody else but himself. But um well, that's okay. I don't mind though. I enjoy it. I like being there for everybody. But let's go back to your piercings because I see that you got just above your cheek, almost next to your eye pierced. I can see you on video and I know that from the TikToks but did LOS get her hoo-ha pissed she did and I held her hand um Cut, wait a second I need you to walk me through that because was she like did it hurt so she told me that it was like on a pain scale like two it really didn't hurt so like I me and Maria have our nipples pierced and you you know how fucking bad that hurt because I told you the next day I was like yeah, oh, but Maria said it didn't. She was like, she, Maria took it like it didn't. She's got a high pain tolerance, but <laughs> excuse me, I've watched people get it and like almost their soul leave their body. Literally, my soul fucking left my body when I got my nipples pierced, and I thought this piercing was going to be really painful, and it didn't hurt at all. I was actually pissed, but like she said, it hurt a little tiny bit, and she like bit me, um, and which was really sexy, by the way, she like bit me when it hurt her the most. And she was like, yeah, it really didn't hurt that bad. But the healing, I think, is the hardest part for that. And like, I know with my nipples, my nipples like healed perfectly. So um, I think that that's, she's having some issues with the healing, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's an open wound all the time. You got to be like, you got to take care of it. Yeah. But speaking of LOS, because she's probably going to be listening to this at some point. We flirted a lot this time. I know. And I can't, I'm pretty confident, but I still can't figure her ass out. Well, maybe, maybe that's the whole point. She's a no, mystery. She, no, but she's so, she's so fucking goddamn cute, right? And then I like threw it out there and I'm laying down the game and then she just didn't bite. Yeah. I, I don't know I why. Figure, that's, I, I don't know. Figure it out. But then she messages and she's like, you're just so hot. And I'm like, I don't care. Forget all that. I don't want to hear that. I sat down with her at her, at her table. I rubbed her leg. Like, I was throwing it out there. I was trying to flirt a little bit. I couldn't get anywhere. And then Brian's like, she likes it secretly. I'm like, I know she fucking likes it. But, like, 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm at a loss. so what, I got my game. what's your rating for secrets this time? Um, I think it was like an eight or a nine, like as far as like all overall eight or a nine play like a seven and um, partying like a 10. Like we, <laughs> we drank a lot Yeah, I did and partied, not. but I will say nobody was belligerent at all. Like everybody was very coherent. Everyone played and was like, not a mess. I mean, for as amount as for the amount that we, consumed alcohol on Friday. Like we drank five bottles of tequila Friday at the pool in six hours. I would say that consent was a huge Oh, factor. let's talk about that. I think part of an awesome idea this time too was the consent team. Yeah, 100%. They're safe for sex consent team. And then too, like we had our consent. So the dinner that we did was consent too. So like we just, what we're trying to do is bring in a very, um, a culture of consent to all the Swinger Society events. So I think, I think we're doing a good job with that. And hopefully we start a movement of consent for all events, all Swinger events. So, um, If anyone has any questions or concerns about consent, you guys can always, um, you know, go on the NCSF website. NCSF is great. I've had Susan and Tess on my podcast. Um, so they have like their consent counts committee, which I'm on and um, Lacey's on. So I think we have a really good, um, just a really, really good vibe when it comes to consent. But yeah, we had our consent team with the purple shirts. Um So they have, they're going to have those at every event. So yeah, I definitely give this event. I said like a hundred out of 10, because it was just, it was so good. And it was Well, it was your wedding. It was awesome. all the love, all the fun, all the good things. Um, so thank you, Joe, for your rundown on secrets. We appreciate you. Any last words about secrets? No, um, just make sure you guys get on the Discord um, or the Swingers uh, Society website. Uh, there is another event coming up in March, and it'll be fun to see everybody there. I will not be attending, but it's I going will to be also a good one. not be there, but I can't wait to see all of the pictures and all the stuff from there. But yeah, Florida's a little far for us <laughs> up, up Well, north. I think I think we together are planning something just to change up stuff for us for maybe just a change of pace for us, I Yeah, think. 2024 is going to be, I feel like, more of a change of pace for everybody. Like me and Brad are going to do more at home stuff. And then like we're going to go to Nashville in June. So it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah, I think same for us. We're going to try to like move around. Like I want to be able to do uh, deliver content when I do a podcast with you or talk about things. And I want to be able to see other things and like travel a little bit more and go to different places so we can like explore different clubs, either locally Yeah. or, or, or in other areas. Like, so, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I love going to swing society events, but I also have to be able to like explore a little bit more so we can have a diverse uh, background in what we're talking about here and be able to deliver to people like some advice on where to go and not to go, things to do, not to do. So I think that's going to be 2024's goal for us as well. Because what, so something that Joe and I do, and we're going to try to do this weekly is we're going to go live and we have like a panel sort of live. So if anybody ever wants to join us on that, you're welcome. But we want to be able to just, um, when it comes to social media, really, you know, in be advocates for the, I would say for the lifestyle, you know, it's not about creating content, right? It's not about any of that. It's about 
sharing our experiences. And if we're always going to secrets or like we're always going to the same clubs and stuff like that, we're not going to be able to share that content. So, um, you know, cause people ask us on our lives all the time. Have you ever been to this club? Have you been to that club? What about this city, that city? So we want to travel in a different way. I feel like in, um, in 2024. And I sure. feel like it's going to be like together and separate. Like Kylie's mm-hmm. going to do her thing with Brad and explore some things with her and Brad. And we're going to explore some things with us and other people. And then maybe we're also going to explore things with Kylie and Brad and do things together where we can maybe even do live podcasts or we can do live TikToks from these events. Because now, like you said, on the TikToks, we've we've had a million people ask us about like these different places where me and you didn't even have, know half of them. Mm-hmm. And now, now I want to go because they rave about them all. They're like saying like this place is good. Or, like we, I want to know. I need to know now. Now I'm very like, I want to have a lot of like background knowledge on, on lifestyle places for people to go, because obviously we have a very diverse uh, following when we go on live and on, in your podcast. So everybody has different questions about like the way they look, the way the crowd is like, so I want to be like, Hey, like based on what you're telling me, I think this would be a good spot for you to attend. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much, Joe. And yeah, we'll see you soon.